Hey there, I have some exciting news for you. If you're an aspiring nurse entrepreneur, whether that's a coach or a consultant, a blogger, a health writer, an online nurse educator, or any online service provider, I want you to know that I'm hosting a new workshop to help you finally get started on your business. In this workshop, you'll learn my step-by-step approach to creating your business online and the framework I've used to create products and services that will help you reach your ideal clients and customers. As a bonus, you'll receive over 10 examples of how nurses are earning an income through their online business. So head on over to thebossynurse.com forward slash offer right now. Just pause this podcast, thebossynurse.com forward slash offer to find out your next steps to creating the nurse-owned business that you'll love. That's thebossynurse.com forward slash offer. While I'm a digital native, I did have to learn how to use social media for something more than watching cat videos. Hey there, it's Marsha Batty, mindset and business coach for nurses over at thebossynurse.com and your host of the Marsha, Marsha, Marsha podcast. Today it's episode number eight. We talked to Amelia Roberts. Now, Amelia is a digital native who officially became a practitioner of online marketing 12 years ago with a role as a virtual assistant. Student loans from nursing school inspired her to put her love of social media, observing human nature, showing empathy, and previous marketing experience to work in new ways. And as a result, she was able to pay off her student loans in under two years as a social media manager. Now, alongside all the other things that she does, you can find Amelia helping under-recognized professionals stand out, articulate their unique value, and get, quote, first dates in business so that they can become thought leaders in their industry while maintaining a work-life balance. So let's welcome Amelia. Hey there, Marcia. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, thank you for joining us. So I like to start by asking everybody who's on this podcast, how did they get started with nursing? So how did you get started in your nursing career? So um, I was first introduced to nursing by by my mom, who's a nurse. And um, our the women in our family, I mean, they go into the teacher nurse realm. I mean, it's the age in which they were brought up. Those are the options for women. And she encouraged me to go into nursing heavily. And she said, you know what? I pay for school if you do that. And so it was an easy choice because, um, yeah, she paid for it. So that's how I ended up in nursing. Okay. So what uh, specialties have you worked in? I've been in endoscopy, rheumatology, infusion nursing, um, research, event medicine, and um, I'm in case management now. Um, I've done some care coordination just before that. And I'm probably leaving off a couple of different other areas. Yeah. ENT. Yes, ENT. Okay. okay. I know like, like with a lot of nurses, we have many specialties that we've worked in. So yes. sometimes it's hard to name off all of them all at <laughs> once if you're just, you know, throwing the question. Um, but what yes. was your, what, if you had to choose, what was your favorite specialty? Just curious. My favorite especially, I think it was rheumatology. Um, I love, yeah, I love the variety. I love the way I got to support families. Um, it was very comprehensive. Um, I got to help them with lots of different things. 
But now as I'm in an ambulatory case management role, I'm like, oh my goodness, I get to everything. It's like I own so much more when it comes to their care than I did when I was in a, um, you know, the rheumatology care coordinator role. Um, so I'm still relatively newish in the case management role. Um, officially, I've been in that for like um, since March. So um, I'm still learning the nuances and such, but, um, you know, so far so good. Yeah. And from what I understand with case management, um, I've never worked in the role myself, but what I understand is you do a lot of connecting people to a lot of different resources, if that's correct, I guess. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes yeah. yeah. And so um, that is actually what you do in your business outside of nursing, from what I understand. So um, I just want to kind of talk about, you have an interesting story of how you uh, went from nursing and then becoming a visibility expert, working with clients and social media and helping them get more recognized in their field. So how did you go from you know, nursing, which you're still in nursing, but how do you go from, from nursing to helping clients and their marketing? So I think it starts with my why. Um, and we can talk about this again a little later, but I was born to help humans be seen and get access to the resources they need to survive and thrive. Um, and I also feel as though no human should do this life slash business slash career thing alone and by themselves without access to resources they need to survive and thrive. So that's just who I am and what I feel. Um, how that has manifested itself has taken on various shapes, whether it's in my career as a nurse, whether it's what I do as a business owner and how I help and serve. So um, entrepreneurship is in my blood. I was first introduced to um, social media marketing and the virtual assistant world in 2007. I had friends who did that. And in 2012, when I started, um, well, I went through school again in 2012. At that time, those friends had a, a drip course about how to be a social media, um, no, how to be a virtual assistant. I took that course in 2012. Um, and so when I got my second round of student loans and my husband had also read Dave Ramsey and had a plan of how to pay those off in under two years by hitting it with a thousand a month, I was like, okay, I could look at this plan, you know, come up with an extra thousand, we could cut back a thousand. Um, I could use this as my um, jumping point to finally, you know, respond to what's in my blood as an entrepreneur or has been and, you know, put together this class that I took. And so a lot of things just came together at once. And I realized like, you know what, um, I'm a digital native. I'm, you know, have been using social media since my space in my formative years. Um, I know how to commit, make relationships online with people and I can teach people how to do that. And so that's sort of how um, I sort of picked helping folks with social media as the thing I would do to help with my student loans. Okay. So you said digital native. Um, I, I've heard that term, you know, quite a few times, but some of the nurses who are listening to the podcast may not know quite what a digital native is. How would you describe yourself as a digital native? What does that mean to you? Sure. So um, digital native is a term used to describe a generation who sort of grew up with um, technology, who grew up with social media, who grew up with, um, you know, having an email address. I got my first address when I was in elementary school. We sort of grew up with that sort of thing. And then you have folks who sort of learned the language, you know, as an adult, you know, maybe they learned, maybe they got their first email address when they're in college or as a professional or along the way. And then they may have, you know, decided to start to, um, you know, play with, you know, social media in their adulthood. 
you know, versus my experience with those time with those mediums was in my formative years. Just to get more specific, how did you start offering services? Like what type of service was it exactly that you offered when you first started your business? Because I think a lot of nurses um, who are looking to start a business, they look at other people's businesses and their successes five or six years down the road from when they first started. And they think immediately, oh, I can't start a business because my business will not look like that but you have to start at the beginning. So I'm just curious what that was for you at the very beginning. Yes, I love I love how you talk about that because yeah, what I do now is not what I started out doing and the maturation or how that matured um, was based on my clients' needs. You know, what they told me they needed and how I can, you know, how I could be more of a fuller solution to them. So when I first started and plus start with what you have, right? Start with where you are, with what you have. And what I had at that early point, I had the ability, well, slash, let me also say, while I'm a digital native, I did have to learn how to use social media for something more than watching cat videos. I did have <laughs> to learn that skill, right? And to talk with, you know, family and friends, but it was a different type. So it was like, it's like, you know, you grew up saying knowing a different language, like Spanish is like you speak Spanish on the street and around the house, but to conduct a college level course in Spanish you do have to take some other courses and, you know, how to, you know, do it more formally. So, yes, let me just put that out there. So, yeah, so after I took those courses and classes in um, social media and digital marketing, I said, you know what, I feel comfortable with helping people to come up with social media posts. And I feel comfortable with helping them schedule that on Hootsuite. And I feel comfortable with helping them um, even just explain to them, you know, how to use um, Twitter versus how to use LinkedIn versus how to use Facebook. Um, and consulting. I felt comfortable doing that. So that's what I started to offer. Okay. And did you offer them like as package services or um, one-off little things, or did you offer online courses or how did you teach in that medium for your clients at that time in the very beginning? Sure. Sure. And then very, very beginning, I think it actually was consulting and they say you're not supposed to start off with consulting. You're supposed to do stuff for folks and then, or, or whatever. I don't know what they say they're supposed to do. Um, I don't ascribe <laughs> to any of that, but um um, in any case, I think it started off with consulting. I um, so I we'll talk about this later. I follow a framework called Nurse or Bond. Depending on the audience, we'll use Nurse, but it's the same process. But in any case, when it comes to figuring out who I needed to serve, I used that process and was listening for people's needs. And I was listening to a podcast actually, and I heard somebody who I could help, but felt thought that I could help and wasn't sure. So I went to her um, website to see if I could indeed help her. And I saw noticed some areas where, yeah, she could use support around how she represented herself online. And so I reached out um, to, for a call, I think she had. And, you know, I'm always curious about people. So I think she had like a call option on her website. And so that was like my client number one was like consulting. And then maybe a second one after that, I updated my own LinkedIn profile. And someone messaged me and said, I need what you have. You know, I need to work with you. I need that sort of help. So that was my client number two. And client number three I was helping her with providing social media content and LinkedIn posts. She wanted to, you know, do articles on LinkedIn and wanted me to write, you know, the articles and um, ghostwriting, I guess. So, um, so yeah, those, that would look like a package. Okay. So, and just to um, let the audience know, my personal motto has always been start before you're ready. And uh, starting off in business, you start before you're ready. Like I was saying that you don't, 
your your business is not going to start off looking just like the person who's been in business for five years that you're trying to emulate online and trying to copy, you know, their kind of style and what packages they're serving and things like that. So you just start at the point where you're ready. Uh, Amelia just said she started with looking at someone's website and just reaching out to that person to say, hey, I think I can help you in this way. And um, just to let you know, I, from what I understand, Amelia, you're an introvert, right? <laughs> yes, yes, I am. And so this is all the caveat, like, you know, <laughs> that's a whole nother topic is I get my energy from um, our recharge by being by myself. So if I, um, so I really do have to sort of plan out my marketing days and my reach out days because I need to plan recovery time in it. And when I was also, we could also go out to networking events. You know, if I, you know, had a series of networking events or um, I went to a networking event, the next day I couldn't do a whole bunch of more people stuff. So that's a different topic. But yes, I am an introvert. I do regain my energy by being by myself. Yeah. So I'm an introvert as well. So I, I, I hear what you say, you say about like getting everything done at once and then having some days off. Like I batch my work. Um, I batch a lot of work to do on the weekends. I enjoy working on the weekends um, in uh, my business, the Boston Nurse, or you know, recording podcasts. I love doing this kind of stuff on the weekends because I feel like I have more time and less distraction from regular other personal business things during the week that I have to do because it's a Monday through Friday. You know, anything you need to do is a Monday through Friday kind of thing nowadays. Being an introvert you sort of make your own space. Um, you don't have to listen to the, uh, uh, the wisdom out there that says you must do it this way. Like you were saying, like you don't just, you don't subscribe to that. Um, you, you make your own way in business and you do what works for you. And so, yeah, batching your own content <laughs> that helps with uh, people like introverts, like myself and Amelia as well. And, um, I just wanted to say too, introverts can network and there's an easy way that introverts can network. And, it's the way I do it all the time. And Amelia may, you know, uh, chime in on this as well is introverts can network behind the computer. <laughs> so you're reaching out to people um, and it's not so invasive. It's not like you're meeting them face to face. So you can, you can reach out to a lot of people at one time just by emailing, reaching out to them through LinkedIn. And you don't feel, for me, I don't feel that same drain as if I were at a networking event meeting the same number of people in a room at a time, like 20 different people at a time where on LinkedIn I can go or email, I can just email 20 people, no problem, <laughs> because it's not requiring a lot of uh, bandwidth from me. So I, I don't know how you feel about that, but. No, I, I completely agree. And I am, you know, also like empathic and I don't mean that in a woo-woo sense. It's just like, if I, there are certain things that I can't like watch, like, you know, violent movies and such that I can't watch because I literally will feel it in my stomach. <laughs> um, and if I hear stories, like, especially like, you know, they're like, but you're a nurse, but notice the type of nursing I've been. You'll never see me like in a trauma ward because it's like, I would just have a stomachache all day. So, um, so yeah, so me being in a room with lots of other humans and feeling stuff is like, it's, yeah, that's not, um, that's not my favorite. I wanted to talk, uh, talk more about your nurse framework. So I know that's how you work with clients and getting them more visible. What do you do with that nurse framework? Yes. And, um, and like everything that sort of 
framework has changed and shifted and depending on what audience I'm talking to, if I'm talking to nurses, I'll use nurse. If I'm talking to, you know, professionals, I'll use bond. But it's the same thing where you start with an assessment and I call that needs. You know, what are your ideal clients' needs, your best buyers or your best referral partners? What are their needs? What um, utilization of tools? What tools are they using to solve their problems and whatnot? Resources. Who is a resource? Who is an expert? Who is a go-to? Who are they you know, consuming information, who's a resource in their space, and as success, what does success look like to them? What is their desired end result? Where are they trying to get to the, where they want to go? And then evaluation, right? Uh, we'll keep the E the same, but evaluation is evaluate. You know, once you observe their needs, and, you know, utilization, what tools they're using, resourcing, resources, um, and what does success look like, um, and you decide to show up where they are already consuming content, or you decide to deliver to them um, things that they need uh, based on how is that working, evaluate what's working. And I found that, you know, when you approach quote, getting visible, following a, this framework, and of course, dropping timelines and tasks and resources and tools, showing up and getting visible is becomes easier. Yeah, yeah, I agree. So um, when you were talking a little bit earlier about um, in the very beginning, how you were reaching out, um, to clients, potential clients, uh, or people reaching out to you because of what you were doing in, uh, in the very beginning. How has that shifted into this nurse framework and how do clients reach out to you right now? Is it sort of the same type of process you find that people are reaching out to you because of what you've done? Or do you see a, a huge trajectory into another realm of working with clients? It's the same process. I just didn't know what to call it back then. <laughs> I didn't know it was. I didn't know it was a framework. I didn't know it was a thing. And and I was just you know doing it, and you know stuff was just working. And um, that, that's not helpful for anybody because it's like hard to um, improve on something if you don't know quite what's working. And then when you move into a desire to teach the thing that you're doing to other people, because I I don't want to be the only one that knows how to you know look for opportunities and match people with um you know, business opportunities, speaking opportunities. I don't want to be the only one. I want my clients to be able to do that for themselves. And um, so in order for them to do that, they need to be able to start to um, look at the world in terms of opportunities in a similar way. And so how can I start to teach that? And, you know, what was it that I've been doing? You know, why was I able to get that person early on on the phone call? Why was I able to make changes to my website that attracted someone who wanted to work with me? And, um, through lots of courses and lots of classes and working with lots of people, I was helped to appreciate I was following a framework and it looks a lot like the nursing process, no spoiler alert. But yeah, I was, it was a process where I was, you know, observing what people needed and, you know, I was observing who the category kings and the niche kings, you know, or who the uh, popular folks that they were already gathered around sucking up information, you know, who those folks were and just connect with them instead of, you know, trying to be everywhere. Just be where my ideal clients are and just show up there. Seems like I'm everywhere. I'm not, but you know, and you know, how can I teach other people how to do that? Well, nurse takes you through that entire process. Yeah. I like the idea of creating a framework. Um, if you're just starting off in business, look at the process, whatever it is, whatever business you're trying to start as a nurse, if you're looking to um, put your services out there, come up with a framework of how you actually do your work. I think it's great to have a framework. Because when people see that you have a framework, they actually see that you have a process in place on how you're going to teach them what they need to know yes. or how you're going to do yes. the actual work. 
that they need for you to do. And it's also important to remember that there are some clients that you'll have that just want you to do the work for them. Say for instance, if you are um, building, you need your website, a client needs a website built and you're a web designer. Some clients are just gonna be like, no, I wanna pay you money. I want you to build it for me. Other clients are like, you know, tech savvy and they wanna learn themselves where you could actually consult and teach them through the process. And it's good that Amelia was talking about at first how she started off in consulting and people are telling her, you know, you know, people often say, don't start off in consulting, don't subscribe to it. You know, create your own framework of working with your clients, whatever works for you, create your own way of working. Um, and uh, when, once you listen to yourself and listen to what you know you wanna do, um, you don't have to listen to everybody else and their naysayers. Which brings me to your passion project. And knowing that you like to connect people and inspire people and serve people and help them still become more visible. Now you have the Business of Nursing podcast. Tell us a little bit about that. And that's sort of like a passion project for you, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, yes, absolutely. Yeah, it doesn't necessarily lead to anything super specific. It's not a funnel that goes to this place or that place or anything like that. Um, sometimes I even introduce my, forget to introduce myself on those shows. So, but in any case, um, long story short, I because I am a naturally curious, I really am a naturally curious person. I think humans are absolutely fascinating. Um, I was reaching out to folks and having amazing conversations with people. And more than once, I said, man, I, hit, I wish that I hit record on this. I wish that other people could listen to what we just talked about. I think those would be helpful for lots of folks who, and especially who are nurses, who um, we don't do the happy hours the way other professions do. You know, after work, they go out and they, um, you know, network with people who are in different professions. And there's a cross-pollinization of ideas that happens, you know, whether it's at a bar or at a different place, you know, a third space, a coffee shop. You know, after a nurse finish, finishes her shifts, she's tired. It's a 12-hour shift. She goes right home. If she has a family, she goes in, you know, to caring for her families and then goes straight to bed. You know, we don't do a whole lot of uh, networking. Um, it's just not part of our professional culture. So I wanted to start to bring in um, bits and pieces and conversations and interesting people um, to nurses to help them just to be aware of the different things that are out there because nurses who are thinking about pivoting, whether it's, you know, away from nursing or away from bedside or to something else, they, one, don't really know all that's out there and two, they don't want to do it alone. And I don't think anyone should do this life business career thing alone. So I just wanted to start to bring in different resources like, hey, you know what, here's this person who does this interesting thing. Um, you know, they could be helpful for you. Um, I've interviewed like a website designer. I've interviewed um, someone who helps folks hire contractors. I've interviewed someone who's a financial expert. So I've sort of wanting to want, have been wanting to, and of course I've featured um, early on, I featured nurses who, you know, had their own business, but more so I've been focusing on resources that I wanted nurses to be aware of that, you know, there's folks out here who can help you along your way and hear, you know, how they can help you, what they do. Um, I also wanted to talk about um, another passion that you have, which is you are a foodie. Um, tell us about your foodie uh, passion here. <laughs> so I've always loved food. Um, <laughs> yes, I've always loved food. Um, my mom worked in a very diverse, culturally diverse um, hospital in Northern Virginia when I was growing up. 
and you know there are folks on who she you know they you know nurses we love to eat so they would bring different cultural dishes to work you know from indian food to korean food to you know filipino and whatnot and so i was exposed you know she, you know some of it she you know any case but long story short i was exposed to lots of food early on by way of my mom who she worked with and even my mom's dad um, was in the military served in korea and so when he came back home to the states he was so yeah so different varieties of food was always a part of me and so my friend who moved to austin texas um had a friend really really good friend who moved to austin and i i started looking up and researching you know what's austin good known for and food was like one of the things i was like oh my goodness so i planned a food tour and this was like you know back with um map quest and um, you know, fortunately, thanks to having a GPS and MapQuest, was able to plot out, you know, different, and she was like, I had no idea all these food places were in my own backyard. <laughs> so I was got to take her on a food tour of her own area. So um, I was like, so since then, yeah, you know, when we've gone to Charlestown, Charleston, South Carolina, we did a food tour there. We've done a food tour in Chicago. And, um, and I even say, yeah, I like to plan imaginary food tours, but yeah. that's a whole different topic for another day. Yeah. yeah. Are you planning on uh, starting another side hustle as a uh, <laughs> a food tour? You know, I've looked at that. I've looked at that a lot. I've looked at that a lot. So who knows? <laughs> well, you have your first customer, so <laughs> please let oh, wow. when that happens. <laughs> so Amelia has some resources uh, for everybody in our audience who is working on a business or want to find a way to get more visibility while preserving your sanity as she has done. So tell us about that resource you have for our audience, Amelia. The resource called How to Get in Front of Anyone gives like an overview of some of the um, things that I have done to raise visibility myself. And I wanted to like sort of demystify it a little bit because some people say, oh, you just need to get out there. You just need to get visible, but they don't actually tell you like what that looks like. And so I decide what that looks like. And I even go into some of the FAQs. You know, some people asked about, you know, um, you know, why and, you know, how, and I address that in the, um, the PDF um, with giving specific examples. Okay, awesome. Yeah, and we'll have, um, I'll have that in the show notes um, on this particular episode, number eight over at thebossonnurse.com. I want to take this opportunity to thank Amelia for taking the time out to be on this podcast. I really appreciate your time and gave up a lot of great, valuable information and um, your work that you've done to stay visible and um, helping clients stay visible. So thank you so much, Amelia. Oh, thank you. This was fun. (laughs) 